brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Mike Flex, the only one and only. So. There's one more somewhere. No. No, he, there's no more Mike Flex. God, God hey, hold on. No. Hey, who, who gave you the name? <laughs> You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. NBC News Radio. I'm Chris Caraggio. The House Rules Committee is advancing the debt ceiling bill to the floor, which clears a major hurdle as it continues to face opposition from both Democrats and Republicans alike. The rule was adopted by a 7-6 vote, with Republican representatives Chip Roy and Ralph Norman joining all Democrats in opposition. The debt limit bill will now advance to the floor for debate with a vote on Wednesday. The 99-page measure would raise the nation's spending limit the next two years to avoid a federal debt default. Governor Ron DeSantis is in Iowa today and tomorrow campaigning. He's got some ground to make up if he's going to win over GOP voters. A recent Iowa poll shows him trailing former President Donald Trump by 42 points. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter has dementia. The Carter Center says she continues to live happily at home with her husband, enjoying visits with loved ones. Former President Jimmy Carter entered hospice care earlier this year. A convicted killer and former follower of Charles Manson is getting approved for parole. A California state appeals court overturned a veto by Governor Gavin Newsom. On Tuesday, by a vote of 2-1, to one, the court reinstated the parole of Leslie Van Houten. It's a controversial decision because Van Houten helped murder Leno and Rosemary LaBianca in their home over a half century ago. With jury selection set to begin tomorrow in the trial of the Parkland, Florida school resource officer on duty at the time of the 2018 massacre, the judge decided to hold off on making a decision about whether jurors will go to the crime scene. This case is all about what my client should have known from the shots alone. And if you don't get to see perspective, just how much distance there is between where he is and where those first shots were fired. You don't have respect. That's the attorney for former Broward Sheriff's Office Deputy Scott Peterson, who wants the jury to tour the outside of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School only. If they are allowed outside, prosecutors want them brought inside as well. Peterson faces up to 95 years in prison if convicted of child neglect, culpable negligence, and perjury. I'm Chris Caraggio, NBC News Radio. 
Attention all business owners. Join Seize Candies, Big Lots, Dollar Tree, and the Spunky Steer at the Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands. Availability is now open for restaurants, retail, and more. Located between Alabama and the Tennessee exits where the 10 and the 210 meet, your company can be a part of over 60 retail shops, restaurants, and local businesses. The Tri-City Shopping Center is zoned for multi-use, so call today and schedule an appointment. Ask for Chris Bochamp or John Jennings, 951-684-4400. The Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands. The Mall with a Heart. This segment sponsored by the generous support of the Dream Team. Looking for the keys to something bigger and better? Downsizing or relocating to the perfect spot? Oscar Ramirez from Century 21 Lois Lauer Real Estate and Matt Flores from Secure Choice Lending are here to help you sell or buy with their trusted and experienced knowledge and advice. People are calling Oscar and Matt at 951-751-3249. That's 951-751-3249. Real estate and loan advisors Oscar and Matt can give you a no-cost consultation. You don't have to buy anything. Matt and Oscar can help you figure your way through the complicated real estate market. Email Oscar at LoisLauer.com or on Instagram at Oscar Ramirez Garcia and Matt Flores at SecureChoiceLending.com. Don't let today's real estate pitfalls stop you from dreaming. Make your new home dreams come true. DRE number 0207-0344. Se habla español. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. Nestled in the heart of downtown San Bernardino is living history and the place you want to be. On the internet, it's 320downtown.com. That's 320downtown.com. The Enterprise Building. With its rich interiors, it's a place so special, you just have to see it. It's at 320 Northeast Street in downtown San Bernardino. The Enterprise Building is the heartbeat and entertainment life of downtown San Bernardino, as well as a distinguished space for your new office or building. You can grow with its newly renovated banquet area, meeting rooms, 320 bar, top deck terrace, and plenty of parking space with over 8,900 square feet of reasonable and available opportunity. Today, it's family-owned and operated by Alicia, Alan, and their son, Ryan. They've rolled out the red carpet and crafted a gracious space, keeping the historical feel of the building while providing the opportunity to create the future memories of your upcoming wedding or celebration. It's 320downtown.com. That's 320downtown.com. The Enterprise Building. It's downtown waiting for you. As a small business owner or decision maker looking to start a new business, are you frustrated with having to handle all the administrative business for your company? A constant turnover of bookkeepers and staff to keep the business running and out of trouble while you are trying to grow your company? You can't do all this paperwork and expand your business too. Executive Services can provide your company with chief financial officer services, including tax return preparation and advice, bookkeeping, financial statement preparation and analysis services, loan package preparation, payroll, marketing services, notary services, new business formations, business liability insurance services, and an on-call CFO to help you with any business questions or issues you run into. Call Executive Services at 800-707-1477 now to get your company organized and have a peace of mind. For only a couple of hundred dollars a week, you can have an experienced CFO on call to handle all of your company's administrative issues and problems. 
Call 800-707-1477 or visit the Executive Services website, www.xscvs.com for more information. Learn to make money five ways with rental real estate. Double your money with apartments and get your map to financial freedom. And that map starts with a free workshop. Sign up now at lifestylesunlimited.com. Click on the Join Free Workshop tab and attend online or in person. That's lifestylesunlimited.com. Lifestylesunlimited.com. Again, that's lifestylesunlimited.com. Limited seating, unlimited potential. Hey, all you conspiracy lovers, this is Dan Stovesand, your Bronco headquarters for the nation. And we deliver Broncos all over the U.S. So if you live in Alaska, Hawaii, New Hampshire, Montana, Kansas, Texas, South Florida, it doesn't matter. We will bring a Bronco to you at no charge for delivery. So the best thing about owning a Bronco is customization, and we are specialists at that. Lifts, wheels, tires, winches, leathers, lights, the whole shebang. We can make it your own, and we will deliver it to you at no extra charge for delivery. So the process is get in touch with Reedland here. He'll get you in touch with us. We will put in your order. When it comes in, we'll make it customized to meet your dreams. And we will bring it to your doorstep at no extra charge for delivery. The Bronco of your dreams is only a call away. I know what you're thinking. How could you get your Bronco? It's easy. Go to conspiracyisthetheory.com. Contact slash get Bronco at the top of the page. I'll let you know what Broncos are in stock, what Broncos are coming in, or you can add your name to a list to reserve your Bronco once the order bank opens again. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor's totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to Conspiracy is the Theory. My name is Reeland, and today we got a great guitar player, Eric Ferentinos. He's been on the show before. I'm extremely happy to have him back here again. And once again, man, thank you. Where well, I only got to be right one time. That's all I got to be right one time. What's up, Eric? How you doing, brother? You're having oh, me back. Sorry, but I had, I had a mute for a second. How you, now you're back on, Eric. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back on the show. Oh, man, any any time. Yeah, I, I, I run the board myself because this is a low-budget one, and I forgot to, um, you know how you got to do, like, multi-thing? I forgot to unmute it. You know, I got to do my intro. That's Hey, that's my new intro. That's my funky intro. You know, I took the other one off because it's like actually it. going to be a song. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. You know, got to be in the mood. That's right, dude. That's the whole thing. You get to get in the mood a little funky with some conspiracy theories. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Funky conspiracy theory. Let's right. do it. Now, I looked. I'm going to tell you, last time on the show, you said that this guy did a video about Stephen Piercy being an Illuminati. I couldn't find it anywhere. I only found an interview about you talking about it on another show. I think I'm, uh, I forget the name of the show it was on. But oh, I, see. I, I can't find it, man. I looked all over for it. I can't find it. Okay. Um, well, what I'll do is while I'm talking to you right now, 
I'm going to look up the guy. So that would probably help refine the search. Yeah, that'd be but, really uh, cool. We could talk about things while I'm doing that. Uh, that'll be awesome, uh, brother. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. So, so how's it going? How, you know, you guys had a bad uh, hurricane, right? Uh, last time I talked to you. Yeah, there was a big tornado that came through, man. It, it wiped out quite a bit of stuff. I have a, a lot of friends and, and family that lost their homes and, and cars. It's a it's a really bad situation. But thank God it's 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 kind of over. The insurance companies have did a great job about taking care of people and whatnot. So, yeah, and it's been a cold. It's, it's snowed four times this year, man. How is that beautiful California weather? Uh, it, well, it's always beautiful here, uh, and I'm right by the beach, but it has been cold here too. Yeah. And, uh, one famous conspiracy is, is, uh, chemtrails and they certainly spray a lot of stuff around here. They're apparently trying to deflect sun, the sun, basically, basically block out the sun to fight climate change or what have you. Uh, so it's weird. They were doing a lot of spraying today. I don't know if that really affects it or or what but it's been definitely cold the last four months for for san diego yeah yeah my kids are still out there so they'll send me like a video shot like of the, of the weather like i feel like i'm in kentucky and i guess it was kind of snowing a little bit up up by the victorville area and i'm telling my daughter and right. i'm like it's snowing out there she goes it's not snowing i'm like it's snowing it's telling me it's snowing <laughs> but i had the victorville one on on there <laughs> the yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really really no, cool. i know i was talking to you I did find a guy that I couldn't remember his name. His name's Zachary K. Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the I'm one like that did the video? Yeah, uh, Zachary K. Hubbard, and he has a, a show called The Gamatria Effect. The Gamatria? I've never uh, heard of The Gamatria Effect. What is that? Yeah, yeah, Gamatria, which is, you know, numerology, basically. And uh, he actually, his, his show's interesting, you know, he... He always ties world events in with uh, with numbers and uh, encoded uh, numbers and such. And he also does it with sports, where uh, he predicted some big wins for like Super Bowls and things like that. Because he basically claims that they're really just a ritual in the grand scheme of things, and that you can tell uh, by the score and different things like that. He can put together a pattern uh, to show such thing, Gamatria, basically, but uh, Zachary K. Hubbard, and, it, and I had watched him for a few years, and then it was mind-blowing that he had uh, decided to do a video on our song that Steven and I wrote, that we did a video for, 10 Miles Wide. Yeah. That was with the masks, uh, the, the masks and all the little symbolism in there, right? Yeah, which we we, we definitely had intentionally done, um, Steven was trying to do an eyes wide shut type. Yeah. Uh, direct director feel on there and you know he accomplished that but you know sometimes when you're just you know playing a part or, or doing whatever people can assign more to it than what it is as far as our personal lives go we're not in a any in a secret society aside from the rap bastards that's our only <laughs> it's not so much a secret <laughs> yeah, yeah that's cool man no and i'm gonna tell you what, it's a great song and a great video man you you're still helping when you write that stuff with with steven you're still keeping him in that rock genre like you he he doesn't really float away from what he does you know what i mean and i think you you oh, help thanks. out a lot of guitar riffs right yeah definitely um the stuff on especially uh, smash and view to a thrill i give steven the music and he 
comes up with the majority of his vocals and everything. It's just a good teamwork that he and I have where we don't have to get too many people involved aside from when we go in to actually record it with real drums or what have you. Uh, the last album we had uh, Scott Coogan, who's played with a lot of cool bands, uh, Lita Ford, Ace Frehley, um, cool. L.A. Guns, as most, most recently. And uh, he did a great job coming in and uh, playing on that. Uh, Smash album with Greg D'Angelo from White Lion. Everybody oh, remembers cool. White Lion. How could you not? I mean, they're a great band, you know. Yeah, they were. They were awesome. Yeah. I do hope and, the guitar uh, player gets back one day in that band, I, but I don't think he plays guitar anymore to even come back in the band. I, I, I think he Vito Brada. Yeah, Vito Brada. I don't think he really plays guitar that much anymore. And every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job; it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Maybe that's the reason why he Yeah, he game. had a... I mean, I would get bits and pieces from Greg uh, in regards to him, but um, yeah, he kind of got out of the scene for a while. I think he might have been caretaking for his mom on the East Coast. And yeah, he stopped... As far as I know, he had stopped playing, which was strange because to, to get to that level and to totally stop playing, you know, I, I don't know what he was going through or what caused that, but yeah, that's pretty extreme. It is, it is, especially when he's so beloved, yeah. man. If he went back in White Lion, I bet they would sell out a real. It would be the if Skid Row got back together and White Lion. Imagine that tour. It would be like a, a groundbreaking tour. You know what I'm saying? It would sell out stadiums. They could. Um, well, they definitely. It would be cool. The singer still. Uh, looks good and stayed in shape, so definitely he could lead the band, and Greg can still play. Um, the bass player, he still works and stuff, too. I think um, he might be a Megadeth right now, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think he just took over for uh, the other Dave <laughs> yeah, I know they got a new guitar player. No, no, that's the new bass player that went in there. You're right. You're right. After what yeah. happened, yeah. Right. That was, now I remember the white lion. You know, that's really cool, man. You know, I've always admired that band. I, you know, I'm big on rock bands, so 80s and 90s. That that's the genre that I really like. Now, since last time we talked, has had the new record progressed any? I know you said you had some songs, but it was kind of really not moving forward at the time. But has have you guys started to get more in the studio and working on getting those songs ready? Well, what changed like as far as recently is Steven moved out to Las Vegas. <laughs> so still trying to figure out how we're going to do this. I, I know he's, he's still uh, shopping uh, on, on the label front. I think that um, there's a, there's a label that I think he's going to go with um, something robot. I was a bad robot. No, I'm forgetting, but uh, it's the one that love hate and everybody had just done some stuff with. The first thing he's putting out is uh, a compilation, like a, a greatest hits type situation of his life, like an anthology, mm -hmm. so to speak, of all his body of his work that's going to go out first, and then uh, it'll be followed up with a new, the new solo album. But to, to answer your question, no, I still give him music. I, I know I just gave him another song idea recently, a few weeks ago. But he just kind of sits on those. I mean, as I said, in, um, I think the last time we talked, 
that it's kind of weird how we work where when we when he does finally get the time and we go in and do it i don't really know what he's going to do vocally yeah. and uh somehow we just put our backs to the wall and with the help of uh matt whose studio we typically go in we just kind of produce him and it we, we, we work good under pressure like that, mm. but it's interesting that I don't really get to know what he's, what he's doing. I, I try to work. I have like vocal ideas and stuff too, just in case he's having trouble with, with something I could go, well, this is what I was hearing. And then we can kind of work it out from there, but it's pretty much business as usual. It's not, it's not weird that I haven't heard what he's doing with this yet. I just keep doing my part, which is keep sending him, uh, material which I know I've sent him at least 25 songs. So we definitely have enough to do a, a record. It'll just be like figuring out which ones have the strongest vocal ideas to make it as a main, not mainstream, but you know, uh, pleasurable to the ear as possible. I get it, man. I, I, I write songs and I, I get the songs pretty much mixed and almost ready for mastering before I even start writing my vocals. It's weird. I mean, everybody has their own technique. Right. And that's my technique. I write it. I hear everything in my head. Because to me, the music has to speak as much as the vocals. Right. So Yeah. You want to leave some nice uh, holes for the singer where you know he'll be able to, it's not too busy in certain sections that he could actually you know, work with something there, but yeah. with raw eighties rock stuff, you got to have the main rock riff. <laughs> and the solo. Off. <laughs> you got to have a solo, man. Yeah. Um, I did do a lot of, that takes a lot of work, you know, to, to write, uh, good solos. That's its own thing right there. I mean, in that short, even if it's like a 30 second solo, that's, a lot of notes can happen in an eighties rock song. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I've, I always try to step it up a little more each time. So like this next record, I'll I'll outplay myself from the last one, which is good. You want to get better as you go on, not crappier. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, walks at me, Andre Labelle. He's going to be on the show in about a month, month and a half, or something like that. And he played right. with Vinnie Vincent, and he told me that Vinnie Vincent told him the stories when he was recording his albums, the Invasion album, you know, the first and second one. That the 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 studio guy created a pedal for him where he could punch himself in and out as he played the solos. Isn't that crazy? Right. Like he would be playing, and he would he would just punch himself in and out to get those souls where he wanted it. I thought that was a great story. It reminded me when you told me right now about how complicated it can be to kind of make a the the solos. Well, anymore. especially if he's like, you know, he wants to do a hundred takes of it. He's like, look, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. You have this pedal now. <laughs> you <could laughs> yeah. knock yourself out. Yeah, because they probably get the nonness sitting there trying to track somebody solo. Even for me at home, I mean. If I'm struggling with something, I mean, the biggest thing is not to give up, you know, when you're trying to write a solo, just to keep keep out it. how many hours it takes so you think you got something solid. And for me, you know, I'm not necessarily like a studio, hired studio guitarist or something. I mean, I do play all my guitar parts on the records, but sometimes I struggle more on certain things, you know, to get it right. Mm-hmm. But when you do, it's rewarding, you know. And, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll do many takes like for solos i'll probably open up like 10 tracks and start kind of noodling away and then nowadays it's kind of cool how you can edit digitally and kind of pick your best little spots of the solo and try to actually like put it together because sometimes you have magical things you do and you forgot you even did it so it's good if you're tracking each time yeah and that's how i kind of 
you know, combined my, my little sections of the solo and, uh, edit them together and, uh, get something that works. Yeah. So we're blessed to have, uh, you know, the technology nowadays of that a guitar player can sit no pressure at home and knock that stuff out. And I'm always trying to like, uh, you know, get the studio more up to par. I just bought more stuff this week so yeah. that I can track as much at home as I can. You know, and that's the key. Like I said, I got my studio. I love to record at the house. You know, back in the day, there was no undo button. If you missed that punch and you screwed it up, you have to redo right. it. There's no undo button ever. I think that's why you listen to some older music. There's flaws in it because it's too expensive to go back and fix the flaw. You're like, I, I'll, I can live with Probably. it. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had to live with things in the 90s when I was in, you know, more regional bands. Uh, and we would go record in a on tape in an analog studio. Mm-hmm. We had like, we knew we only had so much time. And so we kind of went in there and you just, you, you had one, one or two takes at the most to get it. They had to move on. They wanted to spend more time on the vocals and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's a totally different world we're living in. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. What I do is, is now because I'll, I'll sit on the song and I'll, I'll overthink it. I give myself release dates. <laughs> so like my next single is April 13th. The song is called 1972 because I turned 50 on that day and, um, I have a release date. So the song has to be done. Come hell or high water. It's getting released, whatever right. is done on there, you know? So, and I, you have to create that pressure because like the best stuff that I was saying, like sometimes the best stuff comes out when you do have that deadline at the last minute, somehow something great comes out of there and, and it all works out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but you have to create that, that sense of urgency to, to get it. Yeah. And I'm that cliche where I can, I can mix it bad. Like I, I'll have a great mix and I'll remix it and I completely screw it up. So I save like, yo, like my computer, I don't know about yours, Eric. I have like multiple savings of the same song that way in case I screw it up, I can go back oh, to, sure. where, to where, to where it wasn't screwed up. I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be I've like, done that. No, I don't know about it. If I have to do anything drastic, like I'm going to try a drastic change to something, I'll do what you're saying. Save it as a different title and have both versions. Yeah. I probably got 15, 19, 72 tracks in my reason. <laughs> track, track one, two, 75. I quit They're just like, going numbers. like parallel universes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I watched a real cool video on, um, on the... Oh my gosh, my mind just went blank on the. Um, oh, it's uh, one parallel universes. Not yeah, but it's parallel universes. But it was based upon. It, it's based upon the dimensions, right? So the first, second, right. third dimension, which will be a third. But like the fourth and the fifth, as you start going up, it's parallel universes where you can travel through time and go back and forth. And then like the tenth dimension, dimension, you're God. Pretty much, you can do anything. You create your own universes. Have you ever seen all those dimensions broken down before? I've seen Buckaroo Bonsai's fifth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, wow, that's but, uh, cool. No, I haven't. I, I'd have to watch a video on all the dimensions broken down, but I do find that all, all fascinating. Yeah. So they're saying that there's 10 dimensions? No, they, well, they, there's 11 dimensions. Technically, time is one. And then, but okay. it, it can go like infinite dimensions is what it can, I guess what it goes in. But they break it down like, you know, one, two, and then three. We're in the three. And then the fourth one kind of becomes like, I, I mean, I'm not talking my head, but they get into where you can go through time and then you can create an alternate, alternative timeline 
timeline. Right. And then in order to go back to the one, you can go back in time and then go forward. Then the next dimension is you can take shortcuts from one timeline to the next timeline. And it, it just gets crazy. And then by the 10th dimension, you can create your own universes, how everything's going to work within that universe and go anytime that the universe exists. Absolutely crazy. So we would have that, that, that power our, ourselves individually, or are we at the mercy of somebody else's tinkering with that? No, at the 10th dimension, you are the tinkerer. You're, you're like taking control of everything. And if you watch the Marvel movies, they're all based on these dimensions. I mean, if you look at them, I was watching them like, you know, like the fourth dimension is called the Tesseract. <laughs> so I think one of the guys had it, remember the Tesseract. So it is. Right. I think Marvel really took a point and they ran with these dimensions things, you know, and, and that's why they're inner dimensions, all the other stuff. Fictional movies always have a taste of the truth in them. They do. You know, they feel, they feel safe, like given little secrets with all throughout history, artists have always kind of snuck stuff into their work. And so even though you're watching fiction, definitely they give you little clues in some of these. Uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. The Marvel movies did that. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Now, let me ask you a question. I, I, I'm, I'm probably 100% wrong, but you know that, that boat that's in the ocean that is caught on fire and all them thousands of Volkswagens and, and Porsches and Lamborghinis that are, are just going away? Do you I think, did hear that. Do you think Volkswagen lit that sucker on fire? I could be wrong. I'm just saying car business is rough right now. You need microchips. You can't, your, your car business companies, they're right, losing they need money. money now. I mean, yes. Well, insurance, insurance is always uh, a big motivator for crime. Yep. You know, uh, so that would not surprise me in the least because, I mean, I've never heard of such a thing ever happening in history, I let alone heard. right now, a shortage of cars. Yeah. And I think you're right that. <laughs> You know, I think they're shipping cars that are missing the parts still, you know, and, and some for some uh, manufacturers. Well, yeah, some are being built and they have they don't have like certain uh, the microchips or which is like components right. that can go in and move them. So uh, there's a ton of cars built that they can't move. I'm in the car business and it is yeah. it is yeah. absolutely rough, man. I got customers waiting for their Broncos and the Broncos are built, but they still need to be put the microchip. And on top of it, there there's no drivers to pick up the vehicles. So you're fighting the microchip war and then you're also getting where no drivers are picking anything up. And it, there's a shortage of Right, everything. and you figure those cars, I mean, they have the, what, the 2022 models coming over on a ship. They don't move those at a certain point. It's yesterday's news by next year. So definitely it's, it's suspicious to have that many cars go up. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to follow that, that story. And there's a thousand Porsches in there. And then there's some Lamborghini. They throw like Lamborghinis, Porsches, like expensive cars. You know, a couple thousand. So, you know what the total damage was? Was it like, you know, a hundred million dollars of damage? I that? haven't heard yet, but I'm sure it's going to be through the roof. You know, I, I'm not saying they did it. I'm just saying it looks just, if I'm a, if I'm a investigating a detective I'm going to ask some questions. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to ask some questions. <laughs> we had they had a, a a guy in the military um, that got court martialed that destroyed a whole ship on his own. Really? Like he just wanted he wanted to get out of the military, and he just decided to sabotage the ship and get rid of all the uh, fire equipment, the safety equipment to put it out. And one guy was able to take take out a, a whole navy vessel <laughs> wow so, I, yeah hardcore 
I guess that's how you quit. I mean, people are getting inventive on how they quit nowadays. Like that one guy at the airplane just pulled the thing and slid down the slide. <laughs> oh, right. Southwest Airlines. <laughs> just, I mean, that's great. I mean, if I leave my I job. I've doing that a few times. Did you really? <laughs> just just jumping out the, uh, the tour bus? <laughs> well, man, when they just have you sitting there, I'm just I'm terrible with that. I'm okay, I guess, if the plane's moving, but when they just have us sitting there, I start to have panic attacks. Mm-hmm. I had this, this uh, we, we went and did some shows uh, last week, and I had to take a bunch of flights. And it was awful. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the, uh, in the East Coast, the weather's bad. You know, we were in, like, Chicago or something like that. We had, a, we had a stop in Chicago. Yeah. And they couldn't take off. They were having to, like, de-ice the wings and all that. And it's just stressful, you know, and, and uh, oh, we're going to sit here for another hour and hope we get the okay to take off. Like, times like that, I definitely want to pull the door and get out grab a cocktail and exit. Yep. Safely. Yep. Same way. <laughs> but I, somehow I made it. Somehow I made all my flights, but that traveling, I hate being on planes. I, I much prefer ground travel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with That's you. Stressful. I'm with you. And I have to sit at the window. If I can't get a window seat, I'm not in it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I have to have a window seat. I'm claustrophobic, you know, so I have to at least see that there's something on the other side. If I'm going down, the I want to see it. That middle is horrible. Yeah. Southwest is like, you're pretty, unless you have some kind of pre-boarding status, you're definitely going to probably get a middle seat. <laughs> you just yeah. have to sit there with your arms totally crossed. Yeah, because they just give you a number at Southwest, right? You get a number, whatever seat you can get with that, the best seat available for that number, right? Yeah. yeah. And you got to remember that, you know, 24 hours before you got to get on your phone and really quickly get on there and do all your things. But sometimes you have other things going on, you forget, and then you're screwed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other airlines, you uh, they already kind of give you a assigned seat number, so it's not a not quite a big a deal. Um, I took a a new guitar, like hardcore flight case for my guitars, and I flew on um, United Airlines this week. They charged me a hundred and fifty dollars to take this thing. I couldn't believe it. What a ripoff! Wow. Southwest wouldn't even care about something like that. They wouldn't charge you anything. Or other airlines would be like, oh. 35 bucks for maybe one bag. They charged me $150. <laughs> That's crazy. Which I avoid them. Yeah, I got to avoid them. <laughs> so you, you guys fly to most of your gigs then? You don't, you don't do the old tour bus thing? Not, well, you know, it's funny because he actually, we haven't in a while to answer your question. It's been a, it's been a, a minute since we've been on a bus. Most of the shows are typically fly out shows. In some cases we might, stay out for a week and in that case we'll like rent a van or something but there's still 
supplying most of the equipment at the venues. But he is, uh, Steven did tell me they are working on a bus for some of the runs we're doing uh, this summer. So that was exciting that things are opening it up, up enough mm-hmm. that we're actually contemplating getting a bus for some of this, which is right up my alley. I much prefer to travel like that. Uh, but it, things are opening up. Festivals are starting to happen. But the next gig we're doing is going to be awesome. It's for the uh, Rainbow, which is the famous uh bar restaurant on the sunset strip by the whiskey uh they're having their 50th anniversary party and that's the next thing that we're doing and it's a free concert where they basically set up a stage in the parking lot yeah. steel panthers the headline it oh, that's cool. and we're gonna play right before them yeah and there's a there's not, it's a bunch of bands playing but that'll be the next thing uh that we do at the end of april mm-hmm yeah, the rainbow is as old as I am. Our birthdays are both in April, so I've always watched that's them right. post their birthdays or 49th birthday or 48th birthday. And that's really, you know, that would be cool if y'all did a cover of Ace of Spades. That would be awesome at that, at that <laughs> gig. I don't think y'all will, but if you did a tribute, you know what I'm saying, for Ace of Spades, yeah. for Lemmy Motorhead. That's, um, <laughs> well, we're going to have to turn it up. If we're playing with Steel Panther, we're going to have to turn it up. Hey, but they're going to bring the girls, man. They're going to bring the girls, Eric. Well, Stephen will bring the girls anyway, and you'll bring the girls, but they're going to bring the Steel Panther girls. L.A. is ready to, to have some fun, man. They've just been too cooped up and masked up, and, you know, this this will be a, a big turning point because uh, by the time that show happens, all those mandates will be over with, and mm-hmm. everybody can just gather and enjoy music again, which, like we're supposed to as humans. <laughs> we need that interaction. Yeah, yeah. So, what other uh, sp- conspiracy theories have been on your mind lately? What What have you seen out there that you're like, ah, oh, this doesn't make any sense? Well, well, most recently, probably the war in the Ukraine. Like that, there's there's something. Have you ever seen the movie Wag the Dog? Yeah, and I was telling somebody that you know recently as well before they actually did the invasion. I said, look, it. They're just. They're trying to create some drama is what they're doing. And, and I was like, even the guy who runs the country is like, shut up, man. <laughs> Don't get involved. Just leave it alone. But we kept talking yeah, about like, it, talking about it. You know, I've, I've seen, uh, you know, military uh, operations, obviously, in the Middle East as we were growing up. We'd see uh, shots. There's something weird about this whole thing, I have to say. Like, the propaganda is on, like, 11 on the on, uh on this run. So I, you know, I'm curious what, what exactly is going on. I know they're trying to paint it as we're on the verge of world war three, but I'm not really buying that. I'm not buying it either. uh, Yeah. I'd always felt that, that, you know, as much as they try to play up a cold war, that I, I, I sincerely feel that Russia has always been an ally of the U S. So, you know, I I don't, I, I don't harbor the same fear other people do about Russia, you know, but, I'm probably more concerned about China. China, to be honest, they don't hide it. We're not spreading the stuff about China. China's spreading the stuff about China, and they're watching over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's <Right>. like, yeah. <laughs> and you can't. I can tell you something crazy. I can okay. tell you a crazy thing that happened to me. Like, and I want to say it was uh, 2019. Uh, that was the year that Stephen and Juan had put this version of Rat together. And so he put the solo band on pause. This was before I joined Bow Wow Wow. This was like, this just happened to be a year where I didn't have any music work and I needed to make money. And I I had a new car and I 
basically did ride share. I drove for uh, Uber and Lyft for that year, which was a <laughs> pretty crazy experience mm-hmm. in itself. But uh, this one day, I was I, I wasn't even gonna, I was only going to take one more ride, and, and unfortunately, I took this ride that was uh, it was from a military academy in uh, Carlsbad here, and this was around like four o'clock. And what had happened is these two young uh, kids, they're probably like, you know, 14 and 15, these two brothers, and they were Chinese. And I think they, obviously they went to the military school and they had missed their train or something like that. And they needed me uh, to take them up north, which is like, they lived like an hour and a half away. And that sucks because when you take when you take somebody that far, you're going to, you're not going to get a ride back. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> to like dead, dead mile it back. And on the way there, the kid kind of threw me for a loop. He was talking about, I'm forgetting the town. He, I had to take him to, I'll, I'll try to remember it, but he was, he was kind of bragging about the town he was in. And then he went on to say how much, uh, they hate white people and how they're, they've managed to get them all out of their town. And, I was like, oh, I was kind of surprised what he was saying. And he he turned to me and goes, no. He's like, you don't get it. We're going to wipe you out. We're going to completely wipe you out. And I was like, what is this kid saying? You know, I was like, honestly, at the time, it it didn't really make much sense to me. You know what I mean? I was like, wow, okay, that's weird. And you're going to this military school here, okay. And when I took him back, his parents were somebody because, uh, he, they lived in one of these uh, communities where they have their own police department. Like you have to go, I had to show them my identification at the gate and they had to run a whole check on my, on me and stuff before I could enter in to take these kids to their house they lived at. And uh, it always kind of stuck with me when he said that, cause he seemed so arrogant about it and serious. And I didn't, you know, and then here we are like, uh, you know, a, a year and a half later, uh, this whole pandemic unleashes and obviously connections to China and everything. And it makes you wonder, you know, yeah, like what, what the, what the agenda was. Um, but yeah, kind of scary stuff. <laughs> and you had to be in a car for an hour and a half driving somebody who doesn't like you. <laughs> That's absolutely crazy. Yeah, I know. And hear me, like I'm actually trying to like do a good job of whatever I do and try to, you know, not make situations worse. And I, you know, and obviously I was the adult in it. I was, you know, they're just kids, you know, and I, I, I was recognizing that. And I think I actually turned it around at some point. I was like talking about my cat or something. And we ended up like changing the subject and he kind of forgot that he hated white people long enough. <laughs> so you, you broke him down with your charm, Eric. Huh? That's what you, yeah. You broke him down with your charm. <laughs> he wanted, I was talking about how my cat's very vocal and he's like, well, you know, I, my cat makes all these, you know, weird noises. And he made me like imitate my cat. And he started laughing at some point. Like I kind of disarmed him a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's sad that, you know, some people, you know, can, you know, give that hatred down to their kids, you know, for whatever reason. But, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully the truth comes out about what happened out there and people are held accountable. But for now, I just want to move forward. I want to, uh, make sure we all as Americans band together and, you know, get out of this state of emergency, this perpetual state of emergency they're keeping us in that, uh, allows them to 
take away all of our basic American rights, you know, our constitutional rights and our bill of rights that they feel that they could just suspend it, you know, uh, with, with these emergency orders and then these ridiculous mandates that are causing all these problems right now. I mean, as we speak, there's, I think a 12 mile trucker (laughs) convoy headed towards uh, Washington, DC. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm with you. I don't know if you're following that. <laughs> well, I'm not following that one as, as closely. I mean, I've been I've seen a little bit of stuff about it and reading in the news, but it's it's in today's world, information is everywhere, and everybody knows what's going on, but yet nobody stops it. They know what they're doing, and that's the crazy thing. Back in the 50s and 60s, you didn't know what they were doing. You just thought they had the best hearts. In 2022. <laughs> We know everybody's talking about it. So how can everybody talk about it, know what's going on, and they still just do it blindly? How does that work? It's, an, it's information overload mixed with like a cognitive dissonance, you know, yeah. really. It's just too over the top. And then, you know, what people don't realize is, is you know, part of our military, we actually have a, an arm of the military that whole job is to put out disinformation and like psyops and things like that and just keep people confused. You know what I mean? If they want to hide something, they just put out a bunch of information that twists the truth about it. You know what I mean? So, and they're also good at, um, getting, um, their people to lead rebellions. Like that, that old saying, if, if you want to squash a rebellion, you have to lead it. Yeah. So, you know, it takes a lot of scrutiny, you know, at least for me. And when I'm, where I get my information from, like podcasters, maybe I follow. It takes me a long time before I really kind of trust what I'm hearing from them, or if they've mm-hmm. been compromised, or yeah, uh, or what have you. But they get these people to like kind of lead everybody, and then they go and do something stupid that that um, takes away from the whole movement. You know what I mean? That just basically uh, illegitimizes the message. Yeah. You know that uh, starts turning to identity politics and, and these different, different things. But, um, yeah, like YouTube is pretty much forget about it. Like you're not going to get much off of YouTube anymore. Like any of the good conspiracy stuff that was actually true, they managed to like ban it from there. So I find myself going to other platforms that shoot, uh, rock fan, uh, R O K F I N. They host some good podcasters on there, and that's it, you know, it's just not compromised yet. I'm sure there'll be a point where they figure out how to censor everybody on there too. Yeah, and I got a true <laughs> story. For now, for you. I've been. Oh, go, 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 yeah. I'm sorry about that, Eric. What are you saying? Oh no, no, please go ahead. I was done with the thought. Oh no, I, I, have, I have a true story. This is 100 percent true, right? My, and I was going to do a, a podcast show with my mama. It's because mama knows who killed Kennedy. And so there was this right. thing that was out because my mom is from Kentucky, right? And land between okay. the lakes we had something to do with what Kennedy's dad couldn't couldn't con, couldn't get the money off the or you control the the moonshiners and whatnot so his son ended up doing the land between the lakes and the you know where this land was taken from them and whatnot and my mom's relatives was taken from them right so my mom has this thing and she read it and there's videos and stuff that two of the guys from here land of the lakes area actually were the ones that killed kennedy and 
she had the names and whatnot, and there, there was the two brothers, and they got away with it. But the video that used to be on YouTube that broke everything down, that these two guys actually did it, they were, their last name was Warren, right? And in LBL's thing, the third guy's last name was Warren, but they weren't related. So he had something to do with it with these other two guys because they took the land. And the video... A year later, my mom went looking for it because I'm like, I'm getting on the podcast called Mama Knows Who Killed Kennedy. It was going to be a fun one <laughs> and all this stuff. Video's gone. Right. It's been erased. Yeah. She can't find it. She had the, and she had the exact link where to go get it because she posted it on her YouTube back in the day. Gone. So you're absolutely right. And also, the, there was a video that I seen back in a long time ago where Trump said, I would run Republican because they're stupid. I seen it before, and it disappeared off the internet as well. No, oh, they're so it's so easy for them to do that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then even with uh, publications, the fact I mean, there's been a a modern day book burning in a in a sense where they digitized all the books and burnt, got rid of them, throw them all away, and then now they can manipulate anything digitally. They could change uh, edit any online content now so easily. Yeah. Yeah. And pull off the old many videos that go against their agenda or, or talk about things they don't want. And, and big tech has really, you know, helped the government in that, in that uh, regard. But it's become, you know, really apparent, obviously, in the last uh, two years. <laughs> they really tighten the, the bolts on that. So you, YouTube's about to pretty much be over with. The only, the only thing YouTube's still good for is just your general, generalized type things of how-to videos and, you know, most music stuff, you're, you're good to go as long as you're not, uh, you know, copyright infringing upon, because yeah. they're getting good with that too. You know, it's just funny, like, I'll, I'll sometimes try to do a little promo video for, for Piercy, and I'll get hit with a copyright strike <laughs> yeah. for my own work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and well, I mean, that's that's a good thing, and it's kind of a bad thing as an artist. You know, you're promoting your own stuff, but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna copy it on there. But you're gonna still get paid as an artist because of. of but it doesn't. Right. YouTube, we both know YouTube does not pay that much. They're worse than Spotify when it comes to what they're gonna pay. You know, and I've, I've, yeah, I've never gotten to the level of making any money uh, through YouTube. Or have you been able to like actually get checks from them for your channel or anything? Uh, I don't have a, they don't pay me on their channel, but they, I, I have received monies based upon my music being played on YouTube. Like even recently I did a video for the dealership, our, our Bronco journey and my new single that came out on uh, February 3rd, I attached it on there and I told the owner, I said, look, they're going to put a copyright attachment on there, but my company automatically allows you to use it. <laughs> so, so every time they watch that, I get paid. <laughs> You know, but nice. it was a good song to go on there. You know, so even even my podcast music that you that you've heard right now, I I, right. I, put, I put that through the system on releasing it, so it'll be everywhere. So whenever I use it on YouTube or I use it through Spotify and all that for the intro and whatnot, then I still get well, I'll get paid for it. You know, so not a lot. <laughs> not I think I've I had been, I've been paid for money this past uh, two years. I have to say, like on the flip side, whatever they're uh, the way that they're, you know, monetizing things, the collecting, collecting the royalties and so forth. It's, it's definitely picked up for me. And I also yeah. through uh, sound exchange too, is another company that goes after that sort of thing. 
So, <laughs> you know, on the flip side, I have been seeing more money from them doing their job. But yeah, I've seen how how they how they do it, and it's in this digital world we're in. It's, it's really easy for them their algorithms to recognize. Uh, any copywritten content or what have you, but that's good. Hopefully we'll get more money. <laughs> they recognize it in seconds. Even they even recognize it in like TikTok and all of them. So I did a TikTok video um, and I use music that I have in my, cause I edit videos as well. I do a lot of the video stuff and it's, right. it's music that is within the software that I use for free and TikTok copyright flag didn't pull the music off. I'm like, I can't believe it. I own the rights to use it. How do you even fight TikTok on that? So now I just, I'll, I'll use my own stuff that I know TikTok will clear. Right. So that's how yeah, I, I got to figure that out because I'm thinking about doing um, a channel where I kind of break down some of the stuff I did on the Piercy records and whatnot. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to like get my home studio to a point where I can actually like do video for that and film it. I'm trying to decide if I if I can even do a play along or if I'm going to have to kind of re-record it in a way mm-hmm. that I don't get hit with the strike, just trying to show them how I did the riff or whatever uh, for it. I guess I'll have to see, but that's what I'm prepping to do here soon. That's really cool. That's um, really cool. So, yeah. You got to do it. Yeah. You know, as a musician, you got to kind of put yourself out there. I, I'm, I'm reluctant to do it. I hate to be judged by people, you know what I mean? Kind of sucks, but, it. You gotta, you gotta do it. <laughs> yep, you definitely gotta do it. I, I'm with you. I always put myself out there. I finally finished my. I got the last piece coming from my studio, and it's done exactly how I want it. Uh, you're not. Well, you, you, you. I, I, I've gotten all the guitars I've wanted. I got the studio built the way I've always wanted it. I finally got the mic that I used on my first couple albums. Right, this mic is. I love this mic. I got a U87 coming. I'm excited, Eric. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So that was going to be like the centerpiece of my studio. So, you know, but I'm, a, I'm in definitely. the box. I'm definitely in the box, but I'm in the box that uses like the SSL that came with the SSL two board and, you know, reason. And I use all the slate stuff. So uh, th- that I just box got an SSL thing myself. I like, I got a SSL two plus interface or something like that. Yeah. That's, I, what, I that's what I have. Computer. Yeah. Do you like it? Oh, I absolutely love it. I don't have the plus. I don't have the, the, I think the plus has the MIDI in it, but dude, right. I love it. And my, my 4k button is always on the plugins for that, bro, the plugins that you, I, I, I did the whole year, you know, they give them good for six months. Right. And then you get a few of them. I, I pay yearly 150 bucks a year now. I keep all them SSL plugins. It is a dramatic difference when you go through and you, I okay, run. So that's something I have to, cause I just bought it. Like I literally got to my place like two days ago mm-hmm. and I did the 4k button. So you're saying I got to like somehow pay them. I have to download to get their other, uh, plugins. And stuff. If you want the plugins, they're going to give you the plugins free for six months. Right. And here's the good news. Every track I do, right. I run it through the board. Like I put, I bring, I bring it into my SSL, but I always run that single channel through the SSL right. board, um, VST that they have there as well. And there's presets for guitars, drums, bass, there's presets. I'm not good at doing certain things. So I always find a good preset that works for it. And then after yeah. that, well, but I'll, then I'll also run slate has where they have like the, the processing stuff that goes through, you know, the, it's like the outboard gear, you're running it through this, you run it through that, you know, the, that, so I run it through both of those. Right. 
And it's like my board's going into an SSL board into like this really nice, you know, outboard gear that, that you would do a normal chain through. And it sounds, it comes out amazing, Eric. Trust me, you're going to love your SSL too. <laughs> cool. No, I, yeah, so far so good. I, it was just little little investments I'm doing because I need to step up my game mm-hmm. <laughs> over here. Um, the other one I've heard, obviously people, they get that uh, that twin, um, oh gosh, with the uh, Apollo. Yeah. Apollo twin interface is popular too. That one's like four times as much money. It so is. I, I'm not quite at that level yet. So I was like, let me, let me check this thing out for 350 bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was messing with it all day today. I was starting to. It was cool though. It was a nice upgrade. That is really cool. Does your does your board for your guitar effects? You is that a USB direct in, into your studio as well? Yeah, um, I'm still working with that. I, I have um, a uh, HX Stomp Line Six. Mm-hmm. That um, that's the newest Line Six thing that I got. That's got all the Helix tones in it. And that does have a USB where I could actually use that as an input device and track right to um, Logic, you know, with that. Mm-hmm. Same with um, the mic, the Shure microphone, the you know MV8, I think, or something. Okay, you got the, uh, you got the new the new USB mic. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, and that that also I could I could use that as an input device too. But I'm trying to work out, you know, using stuff with this SSL thing too. I could. It looks like I could go into that. That's just that stuff where I, I'm really bad at that. I have the worst attention span. <laughs> I'm more used to some nerd doing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I need to learn how to do it for myself. But that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. This next month here, we're not playing till that Rainbow 50th anniversary thing. So I have like a month and a half off at least. So I'm really going to deep dive and get my whole, you know, home recording game kicked up. And if you have questions about it, I have the same one, man, call me, call me or text. me. I will. I'll walk you through it, brother. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And I don't know how, how do you do your mastering? How do you master your tracks? Is there something that you use for when you're doing mastering? Well, I, you know, for me, most of the stuff that I've done, uh, has just been like, a beginning point where just to write the music. So when we've um, gone in to record the music for the albums and stuff, Matt has used whatever mastering, you know, programs that he's done. Um, I'm trying to remember, there was one that I, that I messed with uh, here and I, I just used this up free one. So like, let's <laughs> do it. There's a lot of online ones where you can just kind of upload yeah, your, yeah. MP3 and, and they can master. Which one do you? What do you use? I use Major Decibel. It's twenty five bucks for the year, unlimited, unlimited. You put it in Not there, good. and and there, you you can have if you you can do it a couple. Of, there's, they give you three options the first time you click it, and then they'll give you five options from really bright to like really warm, right? And right. but for I paid like sixty nine bucks for for their VST to where. If I want to do it by hand, I can. So if I put it through Major Decibel and I'm not happy with the master, I I go and master it by hand. Nice. But yeah, for 25 bucks for the year, Major Decibel is awesome, bro. It, it, and I, I pay I, that much for, for the My Talking Pet app. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. My Talking Pet app. 
Awesome, brother. There you go. So I, that's what I do, man. I use that all year long. And if you really that's get into it. That's how I yell at my girlfriend. I just, I make my cat yell at her instead with a, with a cartoon voice that makes it less offensive. That's funny, man. That's cool, dude. I need to do that for my wife. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I will check out Major Decimal. That's awesome. I will because I, I was kind of thinking about that too. Like, like, you remember how like back in the day, some shredder guitar players would put out their own like instrumental records, like Steve Vai, Passion of Warfare, and stuff like that. Yeah. I was considering maybe doing something like that. Where in that case, I would need to master stuff. And yeah, and if you ever need help. When you do that, if you need help mixing it or anything like that, dude, I'm here for you, bro. I'm, I'm here for you, dude. I'll, I'll help you out. Right on, Chris. Yeah, I appreciate I, it, bro. I'm always down. I, I, I live and eat and breathe music, man. That, that's all I, I music. It, I absolutely love it, brother. So, okay. but I want to say thank you, man, so much for being a guest on here. I, I, I do hope you can come back again. I, I really like talking to you, Eric. You know, you, you have a... Absolutely, anytime. Yeah, you see something crazy you want to talk about, let me know. <laughs> so <laughs> I do. Uh, well, well, I got time coming up. I'm going to be deep diving conspiracies for the next two months. Mm. That would be so, awesome. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to figure out what's going on in uh, Ukraine, get an update on that next time. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's definitely do that. And hopefully when you guys come out, I think you come out in July, hopefully I can go meet you in person and we can we can do the podcast live. Yeah. That well, would be this, awesome. This Beaver Dam Fest that we're yes. doing out there. Are you going to be able to go to that? I'll find a way to be there. Hopefully I can be there. And I'll bring okay. my staff and we can do it. I'll hook you up, you and your friends, for that. Make sure you get so you guys can come back and hang out with us. Dude, that would be really NBC News Radio. I'm Chris Caraggio. The House Rules Committee is advancing the debt ceiling bill to the floor, which clears a major hurdle as it continues to face opposition from both Democrats and Republicans. The rule was adopted by a 7-6 vote, with Republican Representatives Chip Roy and Ralph Norman joining all Democrats in opposition. The bill will now advance to the floor for debate with a vote Wednesday. The Biden administration is condemning North Korea's attempted satellite launch. South Korea's military first reported the launch as a space projectile, triggering emergency and evacuation alerts in Seoul and Japan. A spokesperson for the National Security Council said that the U.S. strongly condemns North Korea's launch, which was a brazen violation of multiple U.N. Security Council resolutions. The official went on to demand that the country immediately cease its provocative actions. The White House says it will monitor the situation in close coordination with their allies. Five people remain unaccounted for after an Iowa apartment complex partially collapsed Sunday. A ninth survivor was found on the fourth floor of the building in Davenport Monday. That came after officials said they didn't believe there were any unaccounted residents still in the building. Davenport Mayor Mike Matson said two of the five unaccounted people are believed to be in the building. Protesters gathered outside the building Monday night with signs that read, Who is in the rubble? and find them first after the city said it planned to begin the demolition process Tuesday. Air travel over the Memorial Day weekend was over pre-pandemic levels. That's according to the TSA. Agents screened close to 9.8 million people at airports across the country, 300,000 more than the same long weekend in 2019 before the COVID pandemic. Actor Al Pacino is becoming a father again at the age of 82. TMZ reports his 29-year-old girlfriend, Noor Alfala, is eight months You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that needs no listener behind. This episode... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.